reignite your passion for God and for his work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Hallelujah. How many of us are ready to hear the goodness of the Lord? A new testimony every morning is like music in our ears, isn't it? Of the goodness of the Lord. You're going to taste of his goodness this year. Amen. Is Jeffrey here? Jeffrey Amaglo is his turn to give his testimony to the Lord. Put your hands together for Jeffrey. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. My name is Jeffrey Amaglo from Humility Zone. ZP Eric Asamoah is my zonal pastor. I'm a shepherd of this church, amen, by the grace of God. Uh, one day, one pastor told me that prayer is a gift. Or let's say prayer is an anointing. I said, hey, but everybody can pray. But I realized that if I pray, I struggle. So, we had a conference called the Easter Bible School. Now, before the Easter Bible School, the pastor said, oh, we'll be taking gifts home. I said, okay. So, after the Bible School, he said, we'll receive it. I said, we'll receive it. But I didn't feel anything. I was almost depressed. But, during the week, we came for prayers and as I was, as I'm praying, I realized that my tongues has changed. Yeah, the way I used to speak in tongues, it has changed. I said, hey, what is this? Then I said, hey, what is happening to me? So, we came for another all night. And four hours, I could pray and I don't feel anything. Then I realized that, ah, it is the anointing to pray. <laughs> yeah. It's the anointing. I didn't feel anything. In fact, I went home as if I didn't even come for an all night. At first, hey, last time I went, I slept mosquitoes. <laughs> I slept mosquitoes bite me. Yeah. Because I couldn't stand it for so many hours to pray. But by the grace of God, I received an anointing. And I want to thank God for what he has done for me. And I want to encourage you that if there is conference, please come. Please come. Thank God and thank Pastor. Thank you all. Put your hands together for the Lord. And let's receive the ministry of our maestro, Mrs. Oklu. Put your hands together for her. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank God for being with us and bringing us into the month of April. And this morning, we want to say, great is thy faithfulness. The Bible says, sing a new song unto the Lord. And there's an anointing when you sing a new song. So as I sing it, I want you to try and sing it along with me. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Let's 
Let's see if we can do it together. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy love for me. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. So lift your voice and declare. 
it's good to see you home your brothers and your sisters have been here all along they've been waiting just to see you and now we're close to tears to see you coming back home the answer to our prayer
so happy to see you here Your brothers and your sisters Have been here all along They've been waiting just to see you And now we're close to tears To see you coming back home The answer to our prayer Hallelujah. We ask that you grant us your light, your wisdom, discretion, and guidance through the hearing of your word and its preaching thereof. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Let's turn our Bibles to Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 3. What a blessing to be in church this morning. And Mr. Amwakun is also here. So, is everybody here? Everybody's here. Thank you. God bless you. Jeremiah chapter 3 and verse 15. I'm continuing the message I started off last week titled, You and Your Pastor. I give a very, very important foundation to this um, series, and um, that is you and your pastor. First of all, you have a pastor, and you must know your pastor. So, um, it is very important that you know that you have a pastor. A pastor is a very, very important person in your life, if you will ever do well. If you will ever do well. You need to have a pastor. It is the secular correlate, which also brings advices into people's lives. So those who don't care about God and don't care about Bible and spirituality have got advices who sometimes give them very bad advice. But it is very important for you to have a pastor because he speaks, you see, an advisor speaks from his experience. An advisor speaks from his knowledge he has acquired. And they are very good people. They have a wealth of knowledge, very knowledgeable, but it fails. You know, and kings have got advisors around them. And sometimes they fail them. You remember when Elijah was prophesying that tomorrow by this time, things will change. You know, um, you know, the economy will change. Everything will be different. And the Bible says there was a man, an advisor, on whose hand the king leaned. He sat by him, speaking into the king's ears. And he straight away rubbished the prophecy because really, it doesn't make sense. You don't just get up and say tomorrow, tomorrow, 24 hours, to turn around an economy. You must be a child or some sort of imbecile below eight years. To say that, an, I mean, a, a nation's economy will turn around within 24 hours. So he rubbished it based on facts. You know, based on what he knew. But the prophet told him that, you know, you are speaking from knowledge and you are speaking from your opinion and from uh, history. But I am speaking from the throne room perspective. I'm speaking from God's perspective. And did it happen? Did it happen? Did things change in 24 hours? It changed. It changed. So a king may have an advisor by him 
you may accumulate people who advise you who may not help you. Because a pastor is in a different category from an advisor. Instead of speaking from natural and human standpoint, he speaks from God's perspective. And God hovers higher than everybody. You know, the higher you are, the better you see the picture. And God is very high. And he sees a lot more than you will see in your microcosm. As President, ex-president Mahama will say, your microcosm. Do you see? So, it is very important. You may have friends who will advise you what to wear. This doesn't make this. This is not right. This, this and that. But it's very important for you to have a pastor. Now, last week, I underscored the reality that if you are in a branch, you stand a risk of not knowing your pastor. Which is where churches which are huge, one church, large, fat, have an edge over churches like ours which have branches all over. Because if the branch is not blessed with a certain type of pastor, he will steal the hearts of the members and get the members to forget that they really have a pastor and that he is not the pastor and that I am not the pastor, that you have a pastor and that on a normal day, all of us would have been on buses headed for our pastor's church service somewhere. But he said, you know, buy land, build a church and be there. I'm sending someone to you to speak to you. But it is that person's responsibility to point to the people that your pastor is somewhere. He sent me to you, but he's somewhere. So if you are here, you are a member of this church and you do not know Bishop Dagwood Mills as your pastor, you have not, in fact, you are bringing a problem onto yourself. I, I don't want to mention the name of the problem, but you will find it in Malachi 4.6. Because it's Sunday, I don't want to use those words. I'm not, if it was Tuesday or Thursday, but Sunday is too holy to use such words. But if you read Malachi chapter 4, verse 6, you will see the problem that is coming there. Yes. Which is what is guiding the lives of many people. I was telling a group yesterday that many people cannot relate how blessed they are, how wealthy they are to a blessing. People relate their wealth to the bank they work in. People relate their beauty or, or even their marriage to their beauty. They relate their, um, their financial life to good decisions. Few people relate what they are to a blessing upon their lives. That it may even be that it is because of a blessing on your life that you pass your exam in the first place. Because people write that same exams and don't pass to become MD of Ecobank. That it's a blessing on your life that makes you pass your exam. In the same way, many people cannot relate what is happening to them to a curse. They can't. They don't even believe it. They don't even believe it. I'm going to launch a book here, How to Neutralize Curses, by Bishop Dagwood Mills, very soon. Make sure you get a copy. Very, very, very important because there is a power beyond your beauty guiding your life. There is a power beyond your education guiding your life. There is a power beyond your forecasts and seven houses guiding your life. There is a power beyond your intelligence guiding your life. It's a supernatural power called a blessing or a curse. And it's very important for your heart not to be turned away from your pastor. From your father. Yes. I am not your father. No, no, no. We are brothers. Yes, we are brothers. Of course, there should be a big brother. There you. You, you are a small boy. You are a small boy. My, 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 my big brother, my small brother visited me recently from Canada. Big with muscles. I said, you are a small boy. Yes. You remember I used to send you to go and buy me cigarettes and all that. <laughs> <laughs> You feel so big and powerful. 
So I'm your big brother. I am not your pastor. I'm a messenger. It's very important. Very important. If you are in this church and you do not, your heart does not tilt, gravitate, flow, move towards Bishop Dagwood Mills, who is your real pastor, that's a problem. Very, very important. So get the podcast, read the books, be interested in what is happening. It's hap- I mean, that is your pastor. That is your pastor. That is your pastor. If you have a smartphone and you don't have his podcast on that smartphone, you are not helping your life. You are not helping your life. And I, I don't know if I, it was this group. That one of the reasons why God brings us into a church is to give to us what the world could not deliver into our lives. Yes. To make us into, into people who would never have become anything if church was out of our lives. Yeah. I was interviewing a young man in the office the other day. And he told me, he even volunteered. He said, what you are saying is true. He said, I've never worn a tie before. Yes. He said, it's because of this meeting that I've worn a tie. I've been taught how to tie a, a, a necktie. It's very important. It's a church. And I told that this, this church is not an ordinary church. It's an institution. Yes, just like university. No, I, I told him, I said, you see this meeting we are having, as I'm sitting here, you are in front of me, an admin person is here projecting your data, you've got the, uh, your, 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 your MD, your CEO sitting here, and everybody is here. I said, this is a master's class, M- M- MBA class, that you without excess education, you are sitting in. Yes. You're not in a small church. You have chosen to distance yourself. But if you get involved with what we are doing, you will get from this church what others are getting from the university. I am telling you. Yes, I. Not many people can say what I'm saying. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. That what the church has done for my life is far, 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 far more. Higher. The anointing bestowed on me is far, far, far higher than what uh, uh, going to school has done. Your beauty. You need a pastor. You need to have a pastor. And you must have a relationship with your pastor. So, so in this series, I'm sharing with you the types, the variants of relationships you can have with your pastor. Yes. I'm also your pastor preaching to you. I didn't, I, I, I didn't impose myself on you. It is your pastor who sent me to you to be an under pastor to him. So when I'm speaking, listen to me very carefully. Now, the first relationship you can have with your pastor is found in Genesis 45. And I'm doing some Bible reading. I believe it will bless you. Verse 1. Then Joseph could not refrain himself. Joseph could not refrain himself before all them that stood by him. And he cried. Cause every man to go out for me. And there stood no man with him. While Joseph made himself known unto his brethren. And he wept aloud. And the Egyptians in the house of Pharaoh heard. And Joseph said unto his brethren, I am Joseph, that my father yet live. And his brethren could not answer him, for they were troubled at his presence. And Joseph said unto his brethren, Come near to me, I pray you. And they came near, and he said, I am Joseph, your brother, whom ye sold into Egypt, Mizrim. Now, therefore, be not grieved, nor angry with yourselves that you sold me hither. For God did send me before you to preserve life. For these two years had the famine been in the land, and yet there are five years in the which there shall neither be earring nor harvest. And God sent me before you to preserve you a posterity in the earth. And to save your lives. 
by a great deliverance. So now, it was not you that sent me here, but God. And he has made me a father unto Pharaoh, and lord of all his house, and ruler throughout all the land of Egypt. Say amen. Sometimes it's very important that the one who gives you food introduces himself to you. You may be eating from somebody's bowl, somebody's kitchen, and not know who is feeding you. One of the mysteries of life is that People, you see, hardly can recognize people around them. Because it is not easy. You can be with a person and not know who the person is. Seriously. Look, the fact that you are with someone does not mean you know the person. If this is all we are going to get today before, uh, for, for the week, it's okay. One of the Prayers you must pray is that God should reveal everybody around you, the real identity of people around you, including the devils masquerading as friends. Yes. You lack it, you are done for. You are done for. This life on this earth you owe it to yourself to know the real identity of everybody around you. Yeah. Jesus was with the disciples. They didn't know who he was. He had to ask them, who do you say I am? First of all, he said, what do men say I am? He said, you are Elijah, you are Moses, you are John the Baptist, you are Jeremiah, and so on. He said, fine, they are wrong. But you also, what do you say? Who do you say? I mean, to have been with people for two years or three years and ask them such a question meant that it's not automatic that because you are with someone you will know who the person is. So even when Peter gave the answer that you are the Christ, he said, wow, flesh and blood had not revealed this information to you. Which means that you need more than head knowledge to know the people who are around you. Yeah. You need a supernatural power. Yeah. Some of you don't know who your mother is. Yeah. You don't know how your mother at home, uneducated, poor, is, is, is relevant to your colorful destiny. You don't have any idea. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> your father, who impregnated your mother and ran away to chase a younger girl. I think she was even your mother's friend. And ran away with her and never appeared till you finished USC. Then you walk in to come and stand in the picture. That's if he is the one who took you to university. You still need a revelation of how relevant that man is to your destiny. Somebody may be feeding you. But you don't know. I cannot imagine anything I have shared in this church which did not come directly or indirectly from Bishop Gaggy Ward Mills. I cannot imagine. You may see me not holding a book. My, I'm, I'm, I'm just holding a microphone. But I've worked with him for over 25 years. Listen to him preach almost every day. Almost every day. He writes books. We open them here. Don't we open books here? Yes. If you are in this church and you are, that is why you must never also allow anybody. I hope somebody in another branch is listening to this message. Never allow any pastor to pastor you that you don't find attached to your real pastor. Don't allow the person. Reject him. He's a thief, he's a hireling, he's a thief of hearts. He will steal your heart 
and present himself to you as if he is the one. Yeah. Watch out for pastors who don't conform. Watch out for pastors who in their preaching don't mention who sent them to you. Watch out for them. They are dangerous people. But there is a time that someone who feeds you must introduce himself to you. Yeah, this morning, I am Bishop Dagwood Milson here, introducing himself to you that he is your pastor. He's your pastor. Yeah. There is a time when the person who feeds you should inform you that I am the one who feeds you. They had grains. They had bread. They had in sacks. But they did not know who. Some of your blessings in life are, are simply because you are in Lighthouse. Yeah. It's because of Lighthouse that people even accept you somewhere. Yeah. If you be honest. Certain key relationships you are in. So Joseph called them. He, he, see, he introduced himself to them as, his, as their brother. But he was a father to them. I mean, verse 8 says, he said even, I am Pharaoh's father. I mean, somebody who is Pharaoh's father, you yourself should be sensible enough to know that he must be your father also. <laughs> I mean, if the man says he is Pharaoh's father, a young boy, 20, whatever, 30, whatever, he is, he is the father of Pharaoh. Pharaoh, Pharaoh. He has made me a father to Pharaoh. You yourself should, should do your arithmetic and know that by, 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 by expansion and by extension, he is your father. He's your pastor. I have introduced, some of you want to relate with your pastor as if he's your boyfriend. Yes. You want to relate with him as if he, like, he's your lover, your lover. <laughs> Or your mini, mini, or mini boyfriend. He is your pastor. There are times I've had to introduce myself to people. Say, I am your pastor. I am your pastor. As I am here. I'm not your friend. I may, we may joke, we may have friends and send text messages, but you yourself should be sensible. You, I expect you to do the right thing. Yeah, that's why a lot of people, I mean, people in authority, don't play with. I mean, there are some churches, you will not even, you can be in the church for 10 years and never even hear or see the bishop's office or hear him address you personally. He suddenly finishes, he's escorted outside. What are you talking about? And there's some wisdom in that because as he comes close to you and flows with you and relates with you, I mean, you, you, you can be confused. I mean, what? Wh- which church do you have where it's like, I mean, the new Macarius is coming. The Macarius, a new one, 60 books. Wow. Where? It's like, the things are so many, so plenty. Macanet messages. And it's not just, it's not just for church building all. It's wisdom for your marriage, for your family, for your education. You will hear things, but see, you would not. Jesus says, Told Jerusalem. So that I wanted to gather you. But you will not. It is also a type of behavior. And you must ask yourself, is this in me? Is this in me? Being gathered. I said, you would not. You would not see the person as a pastor. As your pastor. You see him as your small brother. Yes. As your big brother. As a doctor. I'm a medical doctor, but it would be a mistake for you to relate with me as a doctor. Because I'm far higher than a doctor to you. Far! Kilometers above. But you would not. Many would not. Even your branch pastor. He's your pastor. He's your pastor. And it's important for him to introduce himself to you. And also mention that he's not your ultimate pastor because he can be transferred by a text message. But while he's there, he's your pastor. He said, I have given you pastors after my heart. God gives us pastors. Jeremiah 3.15. So, so there is, there's a relationship. 
Why? Because you don't know the person. He has to introduce himself to you. Self-introduction. The next relationship is in Exodus. Chapter 4. Verse 1. Learn it. Learn it very fast. Hello? You have your master. You're an apprentice. You have your master. You work in the bank. You have your CEO. It's important to, to know your real pastor. Exodus 4. And Moses said, Behold, they will not believe me, nor hearken to my voice. For they will say, The Lord has not appeared today. Verse 2. And the Lord said unto him, What is in thine hand? And he said, A rod. And he said, Cast it on the ground. And he cast it on the ground, and it became a serpent. And Moses fled from before it. Wow. Wow. And he put, he said, put forth thine hand and take it by the tail. And he put forth his hand and caught it, and it became a rod in his hand. Verse 5. That they may believe that the Lord God of their fathers, the God of Isaac. Is this powerful? Is this very powerful? Yeah, this is what God is doing with Moses. Jump to verse 10. And Moses said unto the Lord, Oh my Lord, I'm not eloquent. I don't speak well. Like me, I'm not eloquent. I'm a stammerer preaching to you. You may have a pastor who doesn't preach well, but he's your pastor. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't preach like the, the, the pastors you see on television, you know, you know speaking with, with a statesmanly demeanor. This type of pastor to preach by heart, walking up and down, talking. He's your pastor. Once you did not feel a form to get him into your life, God sent him to you. And you can have a pastor who doesn't preach well. You can have a pastor who is not eloquent. Eloquent. You can have a stammerer for a pastor. Not every pastor will have a Michael Katarina as a pastor. Preaching and speaking fluidly, nicely. I mean, you wonder, is, 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 he, is he a human being or is he a God? Sometimes you will have pastors like us preaching to you. But we are also pastors. I am slow of speech and slow of tongue. Tongue, because when we are speaking, we, we have to, you know, we, we, we hesitate because we are stammerous. Bible. Verse 11. Let's finish the service. And the Lord said to him, who has made man's mouth? Or who maketh the dumb or the deaf or the seen or the blind? Have not I the Lord? So God makes people blind. Yeah. He makes people deaf. He made me a stammerer to be preaching to you on Sunday morning. He made me so. Your mouth like a stammerer. Now therefore, go. And I will be with thy mouth. Can't you see that even though I'm a stammerer, the messages are very powerful. That's why you come every Sunday because, because God is with my mouth. You may be hearing a stammering tongue, but God, there's a power with my mouth. I will be with thy mouth and teach thee what thou shalt say. Yes. And he said, oh my Lord, send I pray thee by the hand of him whom thou will send. 15. And the anger... The anger of the Lord was kindled against Moses. God was bored. That Moses could still not see himself as a great person. Yeah. I can identify with him 1,000%. He said, it's not Aaron the Levite, thy brother. I know that he can speak well. Also, behold, he cometh forth to me thee. And when he seeth thee, he will be glad. So, Moses was still not believing that, I mean, his speech was good enough for ministry. So, God said, okay, all right. You know, God is very patient. May you also be patient. Yeah, it's very patient. Loving, merciful, and patient. It's okay, it's all, it's all right. Your brother Aaron, you know him? He speaks very well. Yes. He speaks very well. So ideally, even on Sundays, Michael should be the one, like, I speak, and then he also says it to you. Yes. He should, he should next Sunday, wear a headphone. So I'll be at the back. 
So when I speak, then you repeat to them. <laughs> Verse 15. And thou shalt speak unto him and put words in his mouth. <laughs> and I will be with thy mouth. And with his mouth. And will teach you what you shall do. And he shall be thy spokesman. And he shall be, even he shall be to thee instead of a mouth. So instead of your mouth, Aaron will be there. And thou shalt be to him instead of God. So Aaron, because you are complaining, talking too much, you don't speak, preach well, you are a stammerer and so on. I'm bringing Aaron. So what is going to happen is that Aaron will be your spokesman. So you won't have a mouth anymore, Moses. Aaron will be your mouth. And also, Aaron, if he wants to look for God, he must look for you. Because you, Moses, will be to Aaron instead of God. It's beyond comprehension. But the second relationship is where your pastor stands in the place of God. Instead of God, it's a relationship. It's up to you to see it that way. You see, one of the reasons why we get confused is, you see, the pastor Asias can be as quarreled with his wife and you are his neighbor. So you've heard all the questions. So Asias come to church and is presenting himself as a man of God or uh, uh, um, on, 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 is it Wednesday or Thursday? When, I think Wednesday. He went to Dodowa Polyclinic, Dodowa Hospital. OPD. And who should you see? Your pastor was also there at the OPD. Now he's in church with a microphone and he's singing, I am the Lord that he led thee. What nonsense is this? When both of us were at Dodowa OPD, we are going to see a doctor. Now you are in the church, you are singing, you are the Lord that he led me. What is that? But blessed are those who will rise above Dodowa and believe that, that that pastor that pastor with diarrhea is still God to you people see, you're not saying idolize your pastor or make him God even, even in this church you won't have the chance you, 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 you don't even be given the chance to make anybody great no no you won't get the chance but you should know. I mean, it's like your mother. I mean, if your mother has ever told you that I am your mother, it means you have been mad before. You are a madman. No matter your age, your money, your degree, your water, if your mother has ever introduced herself to you as your mother, then there's a problem with you. Not to mention a possible curse on your life. It is very important for you. We'll come and stand there and tell you, I am, I, I am instead of God to you. What, what nonsense is that? What type of preaching is that? But you should read your Bible and know that whatever you are looking for, there is a man. Because God himself is the one who sends. He said, I will give you pastors who will feed you. So as the man is feeding you, He's, he, he isn't the one feeding you. It is God feeding you through the man he has sent. I mean, this morning, is it, hell, more than 80% of the things I'm saying have not even occurred to me before. If God were to open your eyes, like the, the, the servant's eyes were open, you see angels here. You see angels here. You should know this. It's a type of relationship. Where your pastor, when he speaks, you must receive it as the counsel of God. You know, it, 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 it's something very heavy for the mouth. But I'm telling you, because you may never meet God anywhere. Even these Israelites, come to think of it, coming to think of it, when they were in Egypt crying and, you know, Lamenting that they were slaves. God told Moses, he said, the cry of these people has come to me. 
I've heard their cry. I've seen their affliction. And I have come, I am coming down to deliver them. Say, I am coming down to deliver them. I, God, I am coming down to deliver them. Who was the person who appeared? Moses. So as Moses was standing there, he was actually the God who had come down to deliver them. So I have come down. I have heard your affliction and I'm coming down to deliver you. We never saw God anywhere. Never ever. I am come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them out of that land onto a good land and a large, onto a land flowing with milk and honey. I have a key holder, so the land of milk and honey. Yes, I have come down. Who would appear? They were, and which is why the, the, the Jews have been swerved up till today. They are expecting the Messiah, but the Messiah has come already. As you are sitting in church, your pastor preaching to you represents God. The message title is you and your pastor. He's not your CEO. He's not your teacher. He's not your big brother. He's not your small brother. God selected him to represent him to you. So Jehoshaphat, maybe we will next week, when I'm talking about under relationship also, between you and your pastor. But Jehoshaphat said, believe in the Lord. And you'll be established. Second Chronicles 2 20, 2020. Sorry. Believe in the Lord your God, you'll be established. And believe in the prophet. That's right. And you will prosper. There's establishment that comes from God. And there is prosperity, advancement, shooting forward, advancing. Breaking through, breaking out, surging forward. It comes by believing your pastor. And the same word is believe. Look at it well. Believe, believe, believe in the Lord. And believe his prophets. The same way you, it means you must believe your pastor with the same energy and faith and trust that you believe in God. Literally, and that is why many people are never blessed, even though they are in a place of blessing. Never blessed. Because to them, a man is rubbish. We are looking for God. Then the, the, uh, uh, a man and his son, they came and saw Philip. He said, we must see Jesus. We are not interested in you. <laughs> we must see Jesus. We are here to see Jesus. So you see, I am here to see God. You are here to see God. Find him. Look for him. I don't know of anything God will do in your life by bypassing his own set procedure. I don't know what he will do. By bypassing the church. Anything you have without the church is spurious. Spurious. It's not real. It's fragile. It's, it's, it's not substantial. It's fake. It's not real. It is what the house of God delivers to you. That is the real tangibles. You must say. I said, I, yesterday or so, a girl. Miss, Miss Moldavia or so, Moldavia, some, some country. I, I forgot, maybe some Moldavia, maybe I'm confused. I mean, the girl is so beautiful that, that the president of the country referred to her as a, a girl with striking features. The president. Yeah, imagine President Akufuadu talking about uh, Jocelyn or Lily or Mabel. Striking, very beautiful girl. She won the uh, the, 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 the beauty pageant. Yesterday, she, she, che- she checked into a hotel in India and killed herself. Oh, yes. It's not beauty. There is another power that makes your beauty sensible. Yeah. 
and the power is in the church. You see millionaires committing suicide. What you pray for in a thousand years and never get. Somebody has it and is depressed. I told the lady, you have no right to be depressed. But they are depressed. Because a man's life does not consist in the abundance of things he possesses. You need a power and you need a pastor. And you must receive the pastor as if God is the one talking to you. You must. If your pastor ever tells you to be a shepherd, it is God talking to you. And through being a shepherd, God wants to deliver into your life. A brother, I, I, well, this is the second, I heard the second one just last week. He was sent to do follow up. The first one, he, um, Bishop Ampofu, who was here before I came here, he sent a, a brother to a house just up here, a, a member of this church, to go and do follow up to visit another member, like Francis, just up the hill here. So he went with a brother. He went to the house, he knocked, he opened the gate, he was there talking, you know. After one or two visits, the, 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 the brother's sister also became their friend, like a family friend. So that's a long story short, because we have ended the service. They are married now with two children. Church. Just going to do visitation. Last week, I saw many beloveds who are beloveds because of shepherdorial work and visitation, basal work, and so on. When your pastor speaks to you, it is akin to the voice of God to your life. You know, is it possible to please stand to your feet? Otherwise, I'm, I'm going to take this into the next service. Yeah, I'll preach uh, because Charlie, that the preaching anointing has come here. <laughs> Ask your neighbor what type of relationship do you have with your pastor? I mean, oh, oh, yeah, he doesn't have hair, so he's not anointed. What nonsense is that? Lift your two hands and just pray to God. And just pray, pray, pray. Speak to God. Speak to God. Speak to God. <laughs> Look, you may have a bank manager. You may have a counselor. You may have a lawyer, a psychiatrist, a doctor, a, 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 an investment banker. You may have everything. But please, have a pastor. Have a pastor. And receive him as a pastor. 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 Father, we thank you. Father, we bless you. Every eye closed and every head bowed. Every eye closed now. You are here today. Your friend invited you to church. Today is your first time. You came by yourself. But you know you are not born again. You want to say, Pastor, please. I'm not born again. Kindly pray for me. I want to give my life to Christ. I want to know Jesus. Wherever you are. If you are here, you are not born again. Just lift your hand. I want to pray for you right now. Yes. Yes. Pastor, lift, lift. I want to pray for you. You want to give your life to Christ. Lift your hand high. High. I see your hand. I see your hand. You want to be born again. If your hand is up, please come to me now. Come. Let me pray with you. Come. Born to Jesus. Come. Please close your eyes and let's pray. Lift your two hands and say, Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. I'm sorry for my sins. 
I've gone far from you. Please receive me today and make me your child. Make me your own. Thank you, Lord, for my salvation and for my blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.